0: You're listening to Bible Truth Feed, a podcast by Christadelphianvideo.org for Christadelphians and all those seeking the truth about the Bible message. Join us now as we present our latest episode. Over the past few weeks, Brother Pete Owen on his Monday night class series that he was doing on the events leading up to the return of the Lord Jesus Christ to the earth gave a 5-10 minutes introduction into what is happening in the world the terrible things that are happening in the world at the moment in Ukraine and what he tried to do is put in perspective what we see in the news with what we read in the Bible to see if there's any correlation and this episode is the latest that was given uh, on monday this week and um, yeah i think you'll find it helps put things into perspective for you if you're struggling to come to terms and to understand what's going on in the world at the moment in relation to the things that will shortly come to pass
1: just let's begin by uh, doing a quick recap of some of the things we might have seen in the news this week. This was from yesterday. Ukraine war. Western agents seek to get inside Putin's head. And what the, uh, the correspondent wrote was that Western spies, through sources they would not discuss, knew that the plans that, that may be inside Russia's leadership create a real challenge for them. They say understanding what Russia's leader will do next is not easy. The challenge of understanding the Kremlin's moves is that Putin is the single decision maker in Moscow. So, why is that important, uh, Beck and Lil Why is that significant that Putin is this single decision maker? Because um, Gog is a prince of Russia,
0: is so the person rather
1: than just a mess Yeah. So, I don't know if you heard that, but Beck gave us the perfect answer because. In Ezekiel 38, the focus is given to us of Gog, who is the person, who is the prince of Rosh. So that's why it's so significant who the individual is. And therefore, we shouldn't be surprised to see that the world's focus is on Putin rather than the Russian people, as it were. They say it's extremely hard in a system as well protected as Russia to have good intelligence on what's happening inside the head of the leader. Especially when so many of his own people do not know what is going on. So this at the moment is the king of the north. This is the person, this is Gog, isn't it? Of the land of Magog, the Prince of Rosh, the Prince of the Rus. Okay. We've also seen this week Putin's invasion of Ukraine is not just a war of politics, it's a holy war and i think we'll see more and more of this in the next few weeks as much of the world wakes up to the fact that much of putin's motives are uh being uh, are deep within his own faith within the russian orthodox church and uh, he believes that that religiously it's important to bring these people together which is just of interest to us isn't it uh In addition, Patriarch Krill of the Russian Orthodox Church and Pope Francis discussed the war in Ukraine on Wednesday, just gone. So that's of real interest, isn't it? Because, again, what you've got there is the Russian Orthodox Church, that's the eastern leg think of Daniel chapter 2 and that image and the Pope is the western leg of that image and we need them to talk for the legs to stand up. So we're seeing this this um, discussion between East and West. We've also seen haven't we tragically the refugees pouring out of Eastern Europe and particularly out of the Ukraine. How many refugees have fled Ukraine? Where are they going? They asked this week. More than 3 million people have now fled Ukraine because of the Russian invasion, according to the United Nations. And they add to millions more refugees across the world. We're seeing, aren't we, a world in terrible trouble. And that's what we're going to look at this evening. Reflect, as we think about the millennium and every blessing that we'll see brought into the world through the rulership of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what the world needs. This world that is full of millions of homeless people without security, without food and shelter and the basic necessities of life. They desperately, desperately need sound and just and righteous rulership. And perhaps it also just helps us think that actually we too ought to be refugees. Come with me to Hebrews chapter 6. In Hebrews chapter 6, we're told that what we should do, and the first instance, the writers of the Hebrews, of course, is speaking to the Jews in the first century who, many of which, had to flee from which city? Where did the Jews have to flee from in the first century? Jerusalem, yeah? So we know, don't we, that the the writers of the Hebrews is, is setting up a refugee crisis that's going to come out of Jerusalem when the Roman army lays siege to it. We think of Maripol, the, the city that Russia is laying, laying siege to at the moment. And you'll, see, you'll have seen on the news today, I'm sure, the, the hunger and the desperation of the thousands of men and women, and children in that city. And, and yet compared to Jerusalem in AD 70, another awful situation, but on another scale the suffering that took place there for the Jews in Jerusalem. And, and yet, for those who listened to the Lord Jesus Christ, they would have got out of that city. Now, clearly, in the likes of Ukraine, that, that's not the case at all. We, 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 our heart goes out the awfulness of the plight of the refugees there. And yet, in many respects, all of us should be refugees in that we ought to be strangers and pilgrims in our own countries, looking for a city which has foundations, whose builder and maker is God. And so in Hebrews chapter six, we read at the end of the chapter in verse 18, that by two immutable things in which it was impossible for God to lie, we might have a strong consolation who have fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope set before us which hope we have as an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast, and which enters into that within the veil. And the Lord Jesus Christ is gone first, it goes on to say. So we ought to look at the plight of these refugees and ought to be trying to reach out to offer the hope that we have, which is the anchor to our souls, that whatever troubles come to the world, which will come, In the time we're given before the Lord Jesus returns, we'll see things get worse and worse and worse until we're called away. Don't forget that wherever you live in the world, you're listening to these classes. We, even if we're refugees, have a hope which is an anchor to our souls, both sure and steadfast. And so let's all of us agree that we are not going to allow ourselves to get caught up in the system of Babylon, in the thinking of the age, but rather we're prepared to leave it all behind like these refugees are doing at the moment, to hold fast to the anchor of the Lord Jesus Christ, the hope of the gospel, because there are far more exceeding and great and precious promises given to us.
0: Over the past few weeks, Brother Pete Owen, on his Monday night class series that he was doing on the events leading up to the return of the Lord Jesus Christ to the earth, gave a five, ten minutes introduction into what is happening in the world, the terrible things that are happening in the world at the moment in Ukraine. And what he tried to do is put in perspective what we see in the news with what we read in the Bible to see if there's any correlation and this episode is the latest that was given uh, on Monday this week and um, yeah I think you'll find it helps put things into perspective for you if you're struggling to come to terms and to understand what's going on in the world at the moment in relation to the things that will shortly come to pass.